This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 702, A Date with the Dead. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Owie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I am your host, Medros, and with me I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Oh, hey. How you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm doing dandy. Um, it, but, like, except for, like... Like, I realize that September is tomorrow and all that, and I appreciate that fall is coming. I didn't expect the, the the switch to be so dramatic. Like, I distinctly remember it being 30 one day, and now it's below 20 today. And I, I don't appreciate it. Except for, you know, I can wear jerseys again and not be uncomfortable. So I guess that's okay. You gotta take what you can get when you get it, right? Exactly. And we also have with us our newest Twitch affiliate. Hey, Ali. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Not too bad. How about you? I'm here. <laughs> I know this is this is this is a gaming podcast, but my my hockey team's starting their third string goalie in an elimination game, and I'm not feeling too good right now. <laughs> is he third or like fifth string? I wasn't quite clear on that in our pre show talk. Third string. Okay. Well, I mean, games happen. Right? I mean, look at it this way, Allie. He posted a shutout with the Leafs while he was with them. <laughs> uh, we need our first string back. I miss him so much. Anyways, um, hockey aside... I'm doing good. Like I said, I got I got affiliates, so that feels pretty good. And I survived another Monday at work, which is good. So we're getting Shadowlands war stories, so things are good. Okay, so I have a question. Okay. How many streams have you done uh, on your stream, on your Twitch? Well, I haven't counted them. Roughly, like five, ten? Somewhere between eight and ten. Over what t- what period of time? 
Well, I did a couple early on back in July. Okay. And then I've done seven over the last 30 days, I believe. That was really fast. Congrats on that. Thanks. Yeah, I was expecting it to take much longer, especially since I don't have a regular schedule and jazz. But uh, yeah, that was that was uh, that was pretty exciting. I sense jazz was not the word you intended to use in that sentence. I'm Just being appropriate guess. on your clean show. I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, uh, I I kind of thought like you used to have a lot of people when I was there the other day, and I'm like. Like, if she's close on followers, and I, I totally forgot to check your follower count. I'm like, if she's close on followers, like, this will probably put her over the three. Yeah, honestly, followers was not the issue because I hit 50 pretty quickly because people are kind and, um, and you have I want to say friends. crazy, but I want to say crazy, but that's rude. Um, <laughs> well, I'll be happily counted one as one of the crazy. Well, thank you. Thank you for being crazy. But, um, so, like, the, the followers wasn't the problem. It was just actually getting streams in and, like, finding the time to stream. That was really, um, the thing, so. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, uh, it was great. Me, all three of me were there. It was a lot of fun watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's too many, too, too many medresses. Apparently, it seemed to break several people in the chat room, so. It did. <laughs> uh, apologies for everybody I broke. Uh, I, I will take... Punishment later, if need be. <laughs> okay. But uh, how's your weekend weather, Allie? Good. I did some, as you saw last night, I did some of the Horde War campaign. Realized just how far behind I am on that. And realizing that I may or may not get it done before Shadowlands. We'll see what life throws my way over the next couple months. Uh, I kind of got busy. With my schedule, so I don't know if I'm going to get that done. But outside of that, I've been doing a lot of islands because I really want those mounts. And a little bit of beta, not as much as I would like. And uh, yeah, that's kind of it. It was a little bit of a busy week outside of game. But I got some stuff done, so we're, we're getting there. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. How about you, Toasty? Um, what did I do this week? I um was doing some mountain farming again with 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 zero success, which was unfortunate. And on Thursday, uh I was attempting to start leveling up some characters. I helped my paladin for a little bit, leveled her up. I think I'm at level 69 or 70 is when I switched off. Maybe nice. Um, yeah, maybe nice. Um, I'm just making my way through Borean Tundra. I even went through a dungeon that I may or may not have tanked. I know I definitely tanked it. Um, and then over the weekend, I got attempted to make some progress through the uh, Horde War campaign because I want to get that achievement out of the way before um, bef before pre-patch hits. Um, I finished up everything I have to do on Kaltiris for the Horde. I just need to make my way through all the zones and Magitar at this point. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to crank that all out over the course of a couple of nights. 
what else did I do? I feel like I did something else. There was something else there that I did. And I'm not remembering what it was. So it's clearly not important. Well, clearly you need to bring Card Freak with you for your mount farming. Apparently, gosh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, jeez, Card Freak is having some ridiculous luck with mounts, I can't believe it. Jeez. I, I, I want their luck so bad. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just insane. In, in, what, Invincible, Argent Charger? Those are, the, those, are the, those are the standouts for me that I'm remembering right now. Uh, Molly, Invincible, the Argent Charger. I think there's another couple of Argent mounts, Argent tournament mounts there too. Pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, they've been taking time on that. I know. Well, congrats to them. I, I wish I had that luck. Absolutely. What about you, Medros? What did you get up to? Um, not a lot. Uh, did some beta stuff. Uh, just testing a few things out. Uh, did a bit of stuff for the... Because the, the beta has both Shadowlands Live and the uh, opening events. And I was like, well, okay, so I'll follow this quest chain. And I'm like, oh, this is just the, the, the pre-launch stuff. I don't truly care about testing this because I, I don't know that it really needs to be tested that much. Uh, so I was like, nah, you know, forget about it. And then I... Head back to German, I'm like, wow, it's feel I feel like it's really, really late. I'm just gonna go to bed. Um, so I did like an hour's worth of stuff for the um the zombie invasion stuff, and then I uh, just went to bed for the night. Um did some stuff over in Bastion uh after a certain uh thing on Thursday that we'll talk about later. And uh had a lot more insight. And uh, laws of there made a lot more sense, so, so I, I wanted to go back and do that. Um, and yeah, uh, for retail WoW stuff, I went and did a bit of stuff on my Lightforge Paladin again, um, but only got a level on him. So I uh, haven't really had a lot of time for that kind of stuff lately. So, but that was kind of my last couple weeks in WoW. Since, you know, I wasn't here last week. Um, but uh, let's, uh, let's find out what's coming up in WoW this week. So this week in WoW, we've got the Trial of Style going from August 31st to September 4th. As of right now, I don't know that we have any updates on, as to whether or not there's anything new from Trial of Style. I haven't seen anything. Hopefully there is, because, you know, I want new transmog. But if not, you get a chance to go back and get some of the old stuff. And then, I remembered this month, we've got Darkmoon Fair going from September 6th to September 12th. So, go ahead and take advantage of that for your last, for your probably last week of super experience bonus. Because that pre-patch is coming a lot sooner, right, Medros? Uh, well, yeah, um, it's, uh, so we, we talked, I think it was when Ro was on the show, right? We did some predicting of what we were going to see for uh, the release of Shadowlands. Uh, and I, I very strongly recall, I said the 3rd of November, and several people told me I was very wrong because that was Election Day. Yes. I was wrong. I don't know if it's because of Election Day, but I was wrong. Uh, apparently, uh, from what has been said in our chat room, uh, I only know one person who was dead on. 
so the person who guessed the correct date was Capo. Yeah. Congrats, Capo. And from what I understand, that's like an it's either an early or a late birthday present for you. I believe that's the day before his birthday. Ah, so an early birthday present. Yeah, I actually I think I, I saw three people on Twitter say that that was the day before their birthday. So happy birthday to all of you um, <laughs> for having an early birthday present, I guess. So uh, on the 26th of October at 6 p.m. Central Time, 5 p.m. Mountain, I think, 4 p.m. Pacific, and 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, we're all going to get an expansion, guys. So at midnight UTC on the 27th of October, which ends up being earlier in the evening for uh, the rest of us over here in North America, uh, we're all getting Shadowlands. Yeah. Actually, point, point of correction, it's 11 p.m. UTC. Is it 11 p.m.? So it's GMT yeah. it's at midnight then. Um, it's labeled as CET on there. Okay, so it's Central European time. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's coming, guys. And it'll be, again, uh, much like the last expansion, I think did it start with Overwatch release that it was like uh, a global release? Global kind release, of thing? yeah. Because I recall Overwatch was the first like they literally had a video afterwards showing like the craziness going through Blizzard's head HQ that day, trying to make sure all the sites were online and everybody was good and everybody was ready for the launch, and then it just went live. Um, so it's been what four years now. Three, yeah. three years? Because it was 2015 when they announced Overwatch and 2016 when they le- released it, right? I believe so. So four years. Yeah. So yeah, four years since uh, they, they did that and uh, they've done some pretty awesome global releases so far, i got to say. Um, but yeah. Better so than the Diablo release. Moving right along. <laughs> um, so yeah, we are going to have a... Uh, a global release of Shadowlands, uh, same time around the world. Uh, and I, the, the ironic thing about the global release for me is that I feel like this is the one point where they can actually do a fair world first to the max level, and they don't do those anymore for max levels. Because the complaint before was always, it was people were never saying, oh, the point in time from when you started to when you got there... It was always from release, which Europeans always had a, had a head start. Yeah. And they stopped doing that, but now they could actually do it fairly. It's weird. But yeah, so we are going to have a global release. Um, I'm very excited. And I'm very much looking forward to uh, being able to log in and uh, travel through... Uh, the big death gate thingamajigger. I don't know. The You'll big see death gate thingamajigger. Well, whatever that black hole thing we're going through in the middle of... <laughs> I don't know. Whatever it is. That's that what it play, is now. That that crazy thing that the, that the crazy <laughs> priestess jumped into ahead of us. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. Um... That is incredible information. I'm, I'm very happy to have that. 
Uh, we were kind of predicting uh, that we were going to see out of Gamescom when they announced that uh, After Live was After Lives was being debuted there. We kind of well, you guys were saying, and I was kind of agreeing in my head that we were probably going to see a release date because we didn't see one out of their previous announcement they did. Especially oh, if yeah, we were looking yeah. at like anything before a December release date. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. This made the most sense. Yeah. Uh, I also didn't even know they were having a Gamescom this year, um, but I guess everybody who does con- conventions is trying to do something online to make yeah. up for the fact that they're, you know, not doing anything. Um, oh, and apparently Fraz just got AOTC, so congratulations. Um, but yeah, it, it's been really interesting, and I'm really excited for this. I hope to have a very interesting episode on the 26th. Uh, because it will literally be about two hours after game go live goes live. Yep, should 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 be chock full of a lot of information. The good thing, Toasty, is you don't have to take Monday off because there's nothing you can do Monday, unless you want to sleep so you can play all night. I mean, I already took the Monday off. I figured you did. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame you. So, how how much time did you take off? I'm curious. I took the I took the week off. All right, I am not taking any time off because I don't get vacation days. Uh, that's unfortunate. I took uh, off contract the yeah. yeah. I took off the Thursday and Friday, which this is the first time I've legit taken time off for an expansion. There was I for, for life me I forget which expansion it was that I it just kind of worked out that we were needing someone to cut back on hours. And I was like, I volunteer as tribute. But this is the first time I'm like legit taking time off for an expansion. My husband did too. So we're going to make it just a geeky gaming weekend of it with, it's just going to be glorious. I'm so excited. Yeah. I think for, for, for BFA, I took time off, but I didn't take it off specifically for the launch of BFA. My boss just told me I needed to take vacation time because I, I think at that point I had six weeks of vacation because I'm really bad at taking vacation. She's like, you can't carry over that much anymore. And I'm like, okay, I'll take this week off. So, out of curiosity, uh, you might have have knowledge of this. Um, If my application I made uh, a few days ago is successful, about how much vacation time do you start with at your company? Three. Okay, perfect. Just out of curiosity. No no reason. Asking for a friend. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. uh, So... Probably not going to be getting vacation time, barring any change in situation between now and then. But I may still be working at home at that point, so I can uh, be be watching as everybody enjoys their uh, their pre-release events. Um, I still remember the, the the Burning Crusade event. Like I sat there because I didn't have it until the next day, and I sat there in front of the dark portal, just watching everybody going through with their netherworld pets. I was so so jealous. So I'm a guy over there. That was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so what's the countdown? 56 days? 55 days? Uh, 56, I yeah. think is what I marked. If you today. ever need to know what the current countdown is, check Toasty's Twitter. Uh, he usually has it up. <laughs> it's on the weekends, apparently. Um, no, it's just that I'm, so, I'm not used to doing a countdown daily anymore that I kind of just forgot. <laughs> you got out of the habit, I understand. Yeah. Lack of hockey does, does that. 
I wasn't counting down to hockey. I'm not counting down to BlizzCon. Like, what? What even is a countdown anymore? <laughs> apparently, you're the DD now. Apparently, in this pre-release well, party, that, yeah, he may not be a good DD. <laughs> <laughs> I am a responsible DD, okay? So, Toasty, uh, to change the topic away from being DD, um, have you pre-ordered your collector's edition yet? Sure did. And you were able to. Good. I was worried. Because yeah, that I, company I, doesn't I, always have. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I called ahead before I went down there. Like, yeah. And it was annoying because like, I told them what game I was pre-ordering. Like, it's World of Warcraft Shadowlands. I'm like, okay. And they're like, okay, great. Uh, what system is that for? Are you serious? Yeah, they asked really? that, me that I called to. I'm like, really? Y- you work at a, a game store, and you don't know that World of Warcraft, the biggest MMO in history, is a PC game? Okay. Yeah, that, that, that bugged me way more than I thought it would. But, oh boy, it didn't remember. Uh, apparently the, the the pre-release party is growing here. You have uh, Manny, you have Rosenstern. You got lots of people coming to this party. It's awesome. Uh, oh, it's going to be a rager. Apparently, apparently, I should uh, definitely try and find a way to take some time to uh, cheer. I guess I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so if you haven't pre-ordered, you can get your uh, pre-orders online. Uh, I believe that the Blizz. Blizzard Gear Store, uh, which I have strong opinions on at this point, uh, d- did have copies for pre-order again, but I think they may be sold out now. Uh, just watch your your local retailers, check them, and see what you need to do. Uh, if you want the, you get of course online, you get the base heroic and epic editions of uh, the game. So, good luck getting your orders, and we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you then for some op- awesome and epic. Shadowlands Adventures. Yeah, the cool thing about the about the collector's editions is that it's shipping early. We're getting it ahead of the expansion date, which is dope. Yeah, like I I kind of expected it like the day before. I think last time it came out like the weekend before, like you could pick it up this Friday or Saturday before. Uh, but this is like two weeks before. Yeah. And that kind of throws me off. Uh, they announced that as early. Uh, the collector's edition is shipping early. Stores will have it available on the 13th of October. Um, and that way everybody will have a good, strong chance of getting hold their copy, getting it upgraded on their account ahead, well ahead of the actual expansion release. Again, this is something that, again, started with Overwatch. Because uh, Overwatch, you were able to pick it up earlier in the day on... Uh, the Monday ahead of the global launch. Oh, right. I remember that. I couldn't actually pick it up because I was stuck at work. I was very upset about that. I think I ended up picking it up like a week later. I got a ride over to uh, Polo for picking up mine, so I was happy to have mine today. And I still have my Winston that I got Freebie Games as part of it. I did not get that. Lame. Well, that's because you picked up so late. Limited edition yeah, quantities, man. Anyway, October 13th, you can go grab your Shadowlands Collector's Edition if you so choose to, and if you've pre-ordered it, and all that good stuff. Yeah, and uh, again, the Collector's Edition comes with the four-pin collector set, uh, Art of Shadowlands, the Mo- Shattered Sky mouse pad, uh, the digital soundtrack key, and, of course, the game with the epic content. 
And that's a hundred and twenty US. Uh, yes, and I'm not even going to say the number of me it costs here. It's 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 high. It's very high. Still bought it. <laughs> I need to still pay most of it. <laughs> uh, money. What hate it. Anyways, uh, let us move along, shall we? From our collection of decisions and dreams to some more interesting information. Yes. <laughs> I've been super excited to talk about this. So, I, I, I tried to draw up the stuff before because I, I wanted you to get frustrated that I wasn't talking about the stuff you wanted to talk about. I already have enough frustrating things to frustrate me tonight. I don't need you adding to it. Okay, thanks. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> but you're up one nothing. I'm... How are we up? No, not nothing. When the game just started, uh, it's one nothing avalanche. It's uh, six and a half minutes into the game. Why the six minutes? Of the game started like. Are you trying ago. to distract me from focusing on the show? Because you're doing a good job. <laughs> I'm actively trying to not look at the score right now. <laughs> Anyways, so last week. Thursday, we got our first of four shorts in the Afterlies animated series. This one was on Bastion, which we'll dive into in a minute. <laughs> but we also have found out our next one is going to come up this week on the third, and it's going to be Mount Draxus. Then September 10th will be Ardenweald. And the 17th will be Revendreth, which will be the last of the four. And I'm going to preface this by saying, if you have not watched the Bastion one yet, pause this, go watch it. It's six minutes and change. And then come back because there might be spoilers. You, you just, you, you ha Why have you not watched this if you haven't watched this? It's so good. So it was done in the same style as we saw at Warbringers and Harbingers, I think it was in Legion. And this one was basically, assume you've watched it, we get to see the moment that the Lich King kills Uther. We see, we see Uther's soul divided in two and part of it go into Frostmourne and part of it basically go to the Shadowlands, to, to Bastion, which raises new questions like, did he get his bit of soul back from Frostmourne and, and all these kind of things? And we get to see basically what happens with him in Bastion. We get to see he's still holding on to all these emotions tied into what the Lich King did and all of this. And... They do a great job bringing us back to the cinematic that we all know probably all too well <laughs> of when we kill Arthas at ICC, which I just, I had immediate goosebumps. It was so good. And then basically we see, long story short, we see Uther drop Arthas into the Maw. Bypassing the Arbiter, just deciding to take vengeance for himself. 
and or sorry, justice. He called it justice. Devos was calling for vengeance because when she found out that Arthas stabbed him and like ruptured his soul, she went into a complete rage. <laughs> and and he dropped Arthas into the Maw. So that tells us that the Lich King is in the Maw, which Blizzard's been really coy on, you know, oh, we don't know. Where is he going to be? He may not be there. We have to be careful. Now we know. <laughs> and this whole, I've watched it maybe, I don't know, five times now. And every time I've gotten goosebumps, I got a little teary-eyed when I first watched it, because that's what I do with some cinematics. And it does such a great job giving us a glimpse into this story, but also for those who really want to dive deep into it, leaving us with more questions and eager to know more, which is just awesome. And I love it so much. Oh, and there are so many questions. Like, there's a really big one after you watch it, I think. And I'm sure, Ali, you got there too. But, oh, man. Probably, but I mean... I'm going to say, Ali, that is about uh, 95 times less than I expect you to have watched it by now. Well, I've been busy, man. What a whole weekend. No excuse. <laughs> yeah, and it was a busy weekend. <laughs> um, so, again, assuming everyone has watched it by now, Toasty, what, where, what is this question you're referring to? Where was Arthas supposed to go? That's, I mean, that's definitely a good question. Some people think Revendreth. Um, it's, it's a whole big, and there's this, it sparked this new debate on, you know, does Arthas re- deserve redemption and all of that. And there are a couple of people that are starting to theorize, theorize. There are some people that are starting up this theory that is this moment that Arthas, that Uther, you know, bypassed Arbiter and dropped him into the Maw. There are some people that think that maybe that's the moment that the Machine of Death broke, which I haven't, I don't think I agree with, but there are some people that are starting to wonder that now because that had to have been a big moment. And it's just, ah, (laughs) I could gush for a while. This is just, it's so good. It's so well done. What do you guys think about this? I mean, the question becomes, you know, are we talking the Lich King or Arthas? Because Arthas, I mean, there could be arguments made that he, everything he did was done with with a pure intent, even if it was a flawed decision. So, if we're if we're choosing Arthas's fate, then I think Bastion is definitely a, a, a an option. However, if we're choosing the Lich King's fate, well, then that's Nerzul and Arthas. Plus, maybe some other stuff in there, and is that is that more in the helm of the domination, or, or it's, it's very interesting questions of, of lore of, of who we're sending and where. Well, and it's tricky too because while yes, I mean most of what he did as the Lich King was under the influence of the Lich King, he still did certain things before he ever put on the helm, like Stratholme, for example, that. While, yes, he underwent a trauma and he snapped, he still did that. He called the place. And I just, I, I, I could be entirely wrong. I don't know if I see Bastion being willing to take him until maybe he goes to Revendreth and atones for his sins. And then maybe, I don't, I don't know. 
Yeah, I'm I'm more of the if he, if if he had followed the path he was supposed to go with after dying, I, I'm more of the he probably would have ended up in Reverend Draft thing, just because of like yeah he had good intentions like like I said last week you know though the road to evil is paved with good intentions kind of thing. He still did a b- bunch of bad things and probably needs to atone for them. And Revendreth is like the place to atone for it. And who knows where he would have ended up after atonement. Like he could have ended up in Bastion. Yeah. Could I, 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 I'm more inclined to think Meldraxxus. Maybe, but again, that make playing, playing with like Medro said, like, is this, are we talking about purely Arthas? Which, which I mean, I would imagine we are. Yeah. Like, if we think back to the cinematic, like, I feel in his final moments we were we were seeing Arthas. He yeah, didn't have the helm agreed. Frostmourne was shattered. There was no more Lich King there. Um, to control him. To, to, to have control of his body and his actions. So, at that point, I feel like, you know, that is as pure of... Arthas, as we had seen since he went back to the to the citadel and broke that the helmet of the of the ice, right? Yeah. So I mean, definitely feel like you know we the person who died on the uh, on the floor of at the top of Ice Crown there was Arthas, and that would be who was taken. And then I I don't know that I agree, and I I'm going to say something that is hard for me to say, and that is I. Don't like Uther as much, and stuff that happens in the Alpha and, and Beta um, that I was torn about, uh, which I'm not going to really even talk about. I, I, I it makes more sense to me now, and I'm I'm still not sure how I feel about it, um, because based on purely this, without talking about what happens in the Alpha. Um, didn't Uther go down the same path that Arthas did? Um, Arthas did what he did out, out of vengeance for his people. He wanted vengeance for his people. He went to Ice Crown, heard about the sword, took the sword, and wielded it to get vengeance for his people. And that's what Uther did by getting justice on Arthas. So, is Uther any better? Well, one thing you gotta remember with Uther here is that, like Ali mentioned at the beginning, his soul was torn in two, right? And, like, what we need to think about there is, like, what does that mean? Like, does that mean, like, does that mean that certain aspects of him were kept within Frostborn at the time, and he didn't really... Because clearly throughout the course of the cinematic, it was clear that Uther, like, who we, who, like, in the lore is kind of, has been that uh, paragon of light, of the light, basically, right? And some of those, some of those emotions he was feeling um, towards Arthas throughout the cinematic is not something we're typically used to seeing from him. Okay, and and like maybe it's because like so those aspects of him of his soul were trapped within Frostborn, and you, you kind of saw him 
there's that there's a moment before he dropped Arthas in where he was hesitating about dropping him in. Right? And that was right after Frostmourne broke and he got his soul back. Or the whatever parts of it back. Well, I don't know if we know for sure that he got his soul back. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm speculating at this point. Yeah, yeah, obviously. for sure. Well, and something I've, I've wondered too is he, because, you know, you're talking about when he dropped him in the Maw, which by the way, I've tried. You can't get into the Maw that way. Don't be a Maw jumper like me. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, okay, post you, I want to hear more. I, I want to know what it, you did. I'm sure there's a VOD some more for it. But um, I can't help but wonder if he didn't have the rage and passion-filled Devos in his ear saying vengeance if he would have actually dropped Arthas because because Arth- Uther was hesitating because he kept saying, he was my student, he was my student, which being a teacher, like I got all emotional about that. But I kind of wonder that if Devos wasn't there encouraging him to drop Arthas into the Maw, if he would have done it. Oh, and yeah, Devos absolutely played a huge role in that. I mean, he, she, um, they ascended him too early. Like he, Uther clearly wasn't ready to be ascended. And they, they, they spent the rest of the cinematic kind of like, egg, like practically egging him on. Like, we're, we're going to wait for when he dies, and when he dies, that's when we strike, kind of thing. And then finally pushed him over the edge of actually dropping Arthas in. Right. Like, it definitely, this whole thing has sparked so many great conversations, and I love these these deep and thoughtful lore conversations. And it makes me really look forward to these next three and what we might find out and what new conversations are going to be had and what questions are brought up and what things get answered I love that they're doing these, and I'm so happy about it. No, I can't, I can't wait. I mean, we've got uh, we've got Maldraxxus this week, right? So that's uh, featuring Draka. And I, I honestly don't know who the Ardenwield one is featuring. The uh, Night? Well, I know it's going to have... We're going to have... We're, words. We're going to learn more about the Winter Queen? Yeah. I'm, I'm, that much yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't know who this is on the front page there, but... Yeah, that's more that's more of who I was wondering about. And Revendreth. Like can we can we just can I just say that I I completely got this order wrong. Like I, I thought I thought that Bastion would be the last one because it feels like a blessed thing to do to wait till to give us the Arthas stuff until the very end. Right. But, uh, I I'm really hyped for the Revendreth one, not just because it's my covenant of choice, but because of Garrosh's appearance in the trailer. And I want to see what happens there. I, I, I'll say this again. When they gave the trailer, I you guys saw or heard that there, I, I didn't I didn't at all catch Garrosh there at all. So, I don't know what, what where you guys got there. I also didn't see Arthas and, and Uther uh, I, I maybe I wasn't watching it in a wide enough screen or something, but you guys caught a lot more from that trailer than I did. I'll say that. But there's even Invincible. Are you saying you didn't see Invincible either? Well, I mean, I saw a horse, but 
like, that's a horse that's drawn in a fair distance. I don't know what horse that is. You don't see it, but I'm shaking my head at you right now. Knowing your love of of Arthas and that storyline and Frostmourne and everything, how did you not... How? How how did you not catch that that was Uther and Arthas? You silly, silly Medros. I'll take it, I guess. I I didn't see it. (laughs) Didn't see it at all. Anyways... I am very excited for these other ones. Oh, so good. Do you guys have anything else you want to add to I this? I was very happy with myself. Uh, I recognize the... I don't know the character's name, but it's the one talking to Devos uh, when they're looking at Uther in the field. Uh, I don't know the character's name, but I, I recognize the voice, and I was very happy that I did. Um... Those who are Star Trek fans, it was uh, an actor from Star Trek Voyager uh, that was just... I was like, wait a minute. It's Tuvok. Is that who I think that is? And I was right. I was very happy. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I looked at the credits and I'm like, nope, there's his name. I was right. I'm, th- I'm very happy with that. I'm proud of myself. I don't pick up names. I don't pick up voices that easily. You should be proud of yourself. And uh, yeah, some really interesting uh, credits for... For the entire Bastion one. Um, so great work to everybody who worked on that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, can't wait for Terror and the Terror Hearts out this week. Oh my gosh. Yep. That's uh that's coming on Thursday. Yep. Yep. Don't worry, your heart heart will be torn out completely by the seventeenth. That's fine. Yeah. It, it, the pain will be over, it'll be done. Will it be over, though? Will it? Will it? The no. fresh pain will be over. <laughs> the fresh the fresh pain. All right, well, fresh pain of Bel Air. Let's move on to Shadowlands minimum requirements, shall we? That was Best nice. transition I, ever. I, I approve that so much. <laughs> All right, so we got, a, we got an article from Blizzard detailing the minimum system requirements for Shadowlands and, you know, a lot of it's what kind of what we expected. You know, they're, they're, everything's going up because they got that fancy new ray tracing stuff in there. So, at minimum, you're going to want an Intel i5-3450 with an AMD FX8300. You want probably a GTX 760 at minimum with a AMD 560 with DirectX 11 compatible GPU, basically. Um, 4 gigs of RAM, 8 if you're using integrated graphics. Now, here's the thing that people picked up on right away. The storage minimum requirement for Shadowlands. They're just flat out saying, yo, use an SSD. And you need at least 100 gigs on there. So, hopefully, hopefully you're part of the SSD club. I am, unfortunately. My SSD is currently red. And uh, hopefully if I delete the Shadowlands stuff off my PC, I'll get spa- enough space for that, I hope. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, right now my SSD is just is my OS, Overwatch, and WoW. Like, retail WoW. I don't have the beta or classic on my SSD. I'm happy with that being on my other drives. But, yeah, Probably get, get get an SSD. I mean, it makes sense. I think. 
They a are really of, nice to have. Stuff. There's a lot of little stuff that needs to get loaded in. So the fact that we went this long with SSDs being as cheap as they are without it being a minimum is impressive. <clears throat> um, that actually reminded me of something I can delete from my computer. Thanks. Uh, input, keyboard, and mouse, obviously. Uh, they go over the recommended stuff. The recommended stuff is... Uh, I need to replace my video card. <laughs> recommended is Windows 10 with an Intel Core i7 or an AMD Ryzen 7. Uh, recommended video card is a GTX 1080. I've got a 1060. Oof. I think I've got a 1050 Ti. I think. I'll probably... I'll probably be fine. I mean, it's over the minimum requirements, so I'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. It's just, like, for example, I know everyone's psyched about the ray tracing. Toasty, you and I, I think we have the same video cards are near the same. We're not going to get that, because that's only on the, what, 2070s and 2080s? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a 1050 Ti, so. You're playing you anyway, though, right? Yeah. I like how the recommended input is a multi-button mouse with scroll wheel. So not just the standard keyboard and mouse. Oh. <laughs> the, you, you want one of the fancy ones with like 12 buttons on the side. Um, but yeah. Uh, just give you guys an, give you guys an idea of what you may need to be updating in terms of system stuff going into Shadowlands. You've got two months roughly to get that done. So I'm... I'm Solid on the RAM. I've got 32 gigs of that. My card isn't that out of date, so I'm pretty good there. My CPU, I'm pretty sure it's fine. My OS is unfortunately Windows 10. Uh, it's the HD space, really. That's a problem for me. Yeah, well, just turf the beta when when it goes live, and you'll be fine. I mean, they may just turn the beta into a, your client at some point, too. Uh, it doesn't typically do that. I, I definitely still had the BFA beta on my computer until a couple weeks ago when I realized it was there. Oh. Maybe I should check out my I still have it there. Yeah. And besides, if you've got WoW on your on your SSD right now, then you're, prob then you're probably still okay. Because it'll update that, right? Yeah. So anyway, if you're interested in all the other nitty-gritty stuff, Blizzard put out a support article about that if you're curious how your system will stack up to what they want from you at a minimum that's that that that's about it for system requirements so well, let's talk about stories again but stories from the past all right then uh so uh two books that have uh come back were released then re-released and they released again and they released an audiobook and now are being re-released again. Um, Rise of the Horde and Lord of the Clans. Uh, two Warcraft novels written by Christy Golden. Uh, they're detailing the beginnings of the Horde and Thrall's Rise to Power. Uh, these are being re-released in a deluxe illustrated edition. And that's coming out October 20th of this year. So, uh, Shadowlands uh, will be launching a week later. And if you want to kind of get a feel for some of the history of, uh, of, of the game and uh, of the characters in the game, uh, it's not a bad one to look into. Uh, the cover looks amazing. Uh, it's Thrall. Uh, very, like, 
Warcraft 3-ish thrall, though. Like, I don't recall him looking much like that in the in WoW timelines. Um, with the beads and everything. That, that very very much thrall-ish from the game. From the Warcraft Wait, 3 really? game. Wait, really? That's Cataclysm Era thrall. Really? Okay. Yeah. I didn't see him mention that expansion. Didn't go to Maelstrom very much. Um, but, uh... There's lots of really great art they show here. Um, it's it's really, really impressive. Um, I might need to look into this book. Even though I already have the audiobook and the paper copy somewhere. Yeah, I've got I've got both audiobooks. I've got the 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 big combined thing that they released a while back, but I'm probably gonna grab this too, because pretty pictures. Anyway, outside of Rise of the Horde and Lord of the Clans Illustrated Editions, we've got two new books coming up in the next year or so. Allie, why don't you tell us about the first one? All right. So another thing we are getting a new glimpse of, in a way, is the World of Warcraft Folk and Fairy Tales of Azeroth. We don't have cover art yet, and we don't have pages available on Amazon yet, so this is an early look at it. I don't even... I don't know if you can pre-order yet. It's not coming out until April of 2021. But it is a... Basically a series of 12 fantasy stories by best-selling authors. This list includes authors such as... Some I don't know. Like Garth Garth Nix, Catherine Valentine, Valente, Kami Garcia, more. I saw a list posted somewhere else. Oh, here we go. Um, it's also going to involve uh, Christy Golden, Madeline Rue, some you know more familiar names. And these stories are going to basically span all of Azeroth. Everything from... Eastern Kingdoms to Gadgetstan, everything in between. And it looks like it's going to be more lessons learned from cautionary tales. And tales of average people overcoming incredible odds. And it's going to be told from different characters' viewpoints. And it looks intriguing. I don't know if this is necessarily going to be deep dive lore canon stuff. It may just be more lighthearted stories, but I am really excited about this. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's giving me like a Grimm's fairy tale. Yeah. Tales of Beetle, and Tales, Tales of Beetle the Bard kind of vibe. Yeah. Which I, I, kind of, I really dig. Like, I like... Fairy tales set in a fairy fairy tales from a fantasy world, which the idea sounds really cool. I'm interested to see what kind of fairy tales there are. Hopefully, we get. But it sounds like we're getting stuff from all over the place. So we'll, yeah, we'll hopefully see some like human fairy tales and orc and draenei, night elf, etc., etc., etc. This blue post says, "Now you too can shed your armor and sell in to listen to the wondrous tales of adventure and peril." In the folk and fairy tales of Azeroth. Which I think that sentence right there sums it up pretty nicely. I have not pre-ordered this yet. Obviously, because last time I looked, I can't yet. But I intend to. 
because I think it's going to be really nice. Yeah, oh yeah. Can't, can't wait for this one. April 14th, though. I don't want to wait that long. Maybe it's worth the wait, Toasty. It probably is. Also, I to- totally already re- pre-ordered the illustrated Rise of Horde and Lord of the Clans. I, yeah. I saw Christy post about that, and I went to Amazon. I was like, yoink. <laughs> yeah, this, this book sounds really interesting, and I'm really curious to see how it's going to how it'll play out for uh, for lore, because lore is fun. And I, I'm hoping we'll get some, some insights into stuff in the past that maybe are not quite so clear. Uh, what might give some insights into the future stuff that we're going to see, and maybe some past, is the... Uh, Grimoire of the Shadowlands and Beyond. Uh, this was discovered by somebody on Twitter, apparently on Amazon France, and says the afterlives await in this sprawling compendium, lovingly crafted by the World of Warcraft game team and official Blizzard Entertainment historian Sean Copeland. What lies beyond the veil of death? Journey past this mortal coil to discover the secrets of the afterlives. Study the practices around death and dying on Azeroth, and follow a broker chronicler through the groves of Ardenweald, over the menacing ziggurats of Maldraxxus, and into the depths of the Maw for a detailed voyage unlike any other. Featuring gorgeous artwork never glimpsed by mortal eyes, stunning, a stunning pulled-up map, and fresh secrets straight from the game team. Um, so, basically a major lorgasm. <laughs> yes, yes, that is definitely what we define that as. <laughs> Uh, I, I, this sounds like it'd be a lot of interesting nuggets to pull out of this. Um, and will definitely go on my shelf. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's only so much story and information we're going to get through playing Shadowlands. So any opportunity to get, like, some of the nitty gritty stuff, like, A-OK by me. Yeah. I do wonder if Shade worked on this at all. Because she was working in that department until recently. Oh, maybe. Hmm. Wonder if we'll see her as a uh, a, a fellow a, a person written in as a also by. Just about we'll to wait and see. Indeed, indeed. Till July fourteenth. Oh, I is so far ahead. Yeah. Blame Amazon. They should. They. They. I don't think Blizzard was planning to have us out so early, but Amazon likes to do that. So. Good boy, do they ever? Anyways, uh, I think that's about it for the news. Yeah. Just, just a whole bunch of book and lore stuff for you guys this week. It's so, a good week. <laughs> so, 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 so it's fitting that today's show is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. And this week we're going to visit one of the books mentioned earlier on the show, Lord of the Clans. Let's have a listen. It is your spirit, my friend, that has roused us. You cannot continue to put yourself into such jeopardy, said Hellscream. His eyes blazed with what Thrall now knew to be demonic hellfire. I cannot sit safely behind our lines, letting everyone else face the danger while I shirk it, Thrall replied. We are not suggesting that, said Doomhammer. But the tactic we have utilized has now become too dangerous. Humans talk, said Thrall, 
recalling all the rumors and stories he had heard while training. The human trainees had thought him too stupid to comprehend and had spoken freely in his presence. The thought still rankled, but he had welcomed the knowledge. The orcs in the prisons cannot help but overhear how the other camps have been freed. Even if they do not care to listen, they will know that something is afoot. Even if I am not there physically to tell them of the way of the shaman, we can hope that somehow our message has gotten through. Once the way is clear, let us hope they will find their own paths to freedom. So once again, that was World of Warcraft, Lord of the Clans, written and narrated by Christy Golden. You can find that and nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash atareads2020. And we'd like to thank Audible for their support of the show. So, our question of the week from last week was, what reunions, living and dead, dead and dead, etc., are you hoping to see in the Shadowlands? Wookie BH says, we encounter Arthas, and his first reaction is to kill us and loot Invincible in an emotional reunion. For the lucky few among us who have it. I actually, I like that. I want that. And uh, we're going to get to Seraphis's answer. <laughs> what, what has quickly become my favorite answer to, to receive. Uh, the Golden Girls reunion in Shadowlands. Just think Rose, a.k.a. Benno, Betty White, as the paladin. Look, you all know she is. Reunited with her compadres in the Land of the Dead. Dorothy, B. Arthur, Sophia, Estelle Getty. And of course, the sultry Blanche, Rue McClanahan. Of course, she's a Venthyr now. I mean, come on. Dorothy and Sophia, I'm pretty sure, are Maldraxxus. Anyway, this is the reunion not only that we could, that we should get, it's the reunion we deserve. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. <sighs> I feel like you should have sang that, Toasty, just you know, for the record. I agree. Uh, no, nobody down. wants that. Nobody wants that. I think we need that toasty, sorry. Anyway, Jonah says, I'm hoping to be reunited with a good WoW expansion. And he adds, I've actually really enjoyed BFA. I just couldn't resist such low-hanging fruit. And I commend you for that, Jonah. Sometimes sometimes you just gotta grab that, grab that stuff. Medros, uh, you didn't get a chance to answer this question. Um... Okay. So, now that we have some idea uh, of what Uther is going through in this expansion, um, I want to see a good Tyrion who didn't fall like Uther has, um, meeting up with Uther and um, having a talk. That'd be a good one. I mean, if I don't see Tyrion in this expansion, I'll be sad. I, mean, I was like, sad when he died in, in Legion. I, I'll be sad if I don't see him now. But the question is, like, when did the machine of death break? Because depending on when it broke, Uther might not be where we hope he is. You mean Tyrion? Or Tyrion, sorry. Uh, we we well know where Uther is at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that, that's kind of that's the reunion I'd like to see. I'd, I'd like to see the uh, the noblest paladin I've ever seen. Uh, facing off one who uh, didn't uh, handle that so well. Just saying. Uh, other people have, however, have some opinions, though. Uh, so the Dashkin says, I want to see my boy Garrosh. I miss his firm grip. He made the Horde feel great. Um, 
Moving along from that one, PK Geek Dad said, "If Luther, if Luther's kicking you around, you got to know Tyrion is as well somewhere. I would like to check with him and his son. Arthas is in the Maw. Sylvanas is working for the Maw. They got to cross paths eventually. Definitely want to see that." Uh, Scrubs VS says, "I want to see Sylvanas meeting up with Arthas. Does she get her revenge? Do they come BFFs? We need to find out." Frasley says, "I am excited to see the reunion of people who kept dying in vanilla." to leave corpses to advertise RMT gold-selling websites. They most certainly will be in Reventreth, getting penance for breaking TOS. <laughs> Capo says, Ravion and Neltharion. All those fun daddy issues would, ha- would be hashed out. Bonus points if you have to complete a chain quest to have access to all future content. Manny says, Spoiler warning! I'm hoping that Medros gets reunited with his passion for raiding. I don't think it's in the Maw because it died so long ago. And as I said in in, in the said chat room earlier, um, if something barely existed, why would we expect to see my uh, beloved passion, alleged passion for raiding that I may at one point have had at some point in the past? I mean, it was still technically alive. Barely. <laughs> Barely is still alive. Anyways. Next question. Where do you think some of your favorite favorites have ended up in the Shadowlands? Uh, Uther and Tyrion are in Bastion, I think. Um, let's see. Like, I was thinking about Nazgrim the other day. Cause, I mean, he did some bad stuff, but I, I think he would have ended up in Maldraxxus. I feel like that would have been a great place for him. He, he, like, yeah, he did some bad stuff, but he did it because he served the Horde. And let's face it, he was a great soldier. So I think Maldrax is for Nazgrim. I honestly don't know if I have an answer for this because I have so many favorites and I don't, I don't even know. I mean, one of the ones I have been wanting this whole time is Arthas, mostly because that is one of my favorite storylines and it was the first one that really got me into the lore and so it has been you know where's Arthas but we kind of already know that now so there we go <laughs> alright well I look forward to hearing everybody else's answers and speculations and all that other good stuff um, yeah can't wait alright uh, time for shoutouts uh, Allie how about you first my shout out is to the Avalanche, who are apparently leading this game five to zero, holding the stars to four shots on their first period, and shocking me like none other just now when I went and looked that up. So <laughs> this is our elimination game, and so I would like for us to continue this for the next two periods and actually win this game so we don't get eliminated. So shout out to the Avalanche. Yeah. Go Avs. I mean, one of our teams has to make it, right? I'll be sad if they don't. Toasty, how about you? Uh, Allie, shout out to you. Congrats on Affiliate again. Thank you. Really cool. You got that really fast and very proud of you for doing that. Thank you. Um, yeah, g- good job. I was not expecting that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, so my shout out is going to come with a bit of a story. Uh, so back uh, leading up to BlizzCon 2018... We did a contest, and uh, we were giving away uh, monitor mounts from the company Echo Gear. And 
Um, Frasley was the first winner. Uh, he got his. He loved it. I got one as a sample to, to give me a chance to talk about it. Um, and I think at, in our BlizzCon coverage, we gave away our second one. Um, and Gil, one of our chatters in Discord, uh, was the winner of that. And uh, he lives out in Ontario. And he never got his. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that I had some unpleasant things to say because I tried to contact my the person who'd contacted me. I tried to contact Echo Gear, and I I, I couldn't reach anybody. Um, somebody over at my my Pokemon Twitter account recommended Echo Gear because they'd redone their studio setup for their streaming streaming stuff, and they mentioned Echo Gear, and I was like, I would never recommend them after what happened. They made me look terrible as a podcaster and pretty much screwed over one of my listeners. Uh, they reached out to me after that that comment, and they have uh, sent out to Gil uh, a monitor mount. He originally wanted a dual monitor mount. Uh, he has since upgraded to a third monitor to his set- setup, which A, I'm really jealous of. B, I'm really proud because they actually sent a, th- a triple monitor mount. Um, and uh, so my shout-outs to them for making uh, what was a a fairly significant negative experience for both myself and one of our listeners of ATA uh, into a huge, ne- huge positive experience uh, having after pretty much like a year and a half made up for that, that, that negative. So um, my shout out is to Echo Gear for just making up and, and doing an awesome job um, improving this and, and making it, uh, making it right. So uh, I really appreciate them and, um, appreciate their willingness to go above and beyond. So, yeah, that was very cool. Though I know you were a little frustrated originally when that when all that was going on. So I'm glad to see that they've made it right and improved yeah. on the situation. Yeah, um, I haven't heard whether you got it yet, but uh, they said they've sent it out. Uh, so uh, I look forward to to seeing his setup once he has that uh, done. I know it's giving me a huge amount more desk space to work with, uh, I wouldn't be able to be working from home right now if it wasn't for that. Uh, without a doubt. So, um, I really appreciate them. Alright, and that is about it, I think. So, let's, uh, let's do our outro and, uh, say goodbye. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call one seven eight five ata wow 5 or 785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazroth.com if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Allie's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find us on Twitter at allthingsaz, at medros, at fandeth, at toastypostycan, at aliandrusk, and at donforge. And please check out the other shows from the Donforge network, including Group Quest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back next time. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of another Afterlives. I can't do the same joke again. That's not going to work. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.